Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. Well, well, well. We is back, y'all. Let's go with y'all out there. It's another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. And since I got a sector of my audience that's the best, that's my fam, that shows love, you know what I mean? We don't always agree, but when we disagree, we come with respect. What should y'all be doing right now? Well... Oh, that too. Yeah. Get y'all some air horns. And also, hand claps. I appreciate y'all. Now, my other sector, the audience, the trolls, the haters, the suspected WSers, sit down and shut that fuck. You might learn something. All right. Now, for my tubers, the tube been around since 05. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart out there. You feel me? Now, for my potters. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. And I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson Network. And bam! I pop right up. All right, y'all. Oh, can't forget my lovely sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee it boosts your sex appeal up by, let's say, uh, 22%. And look here, if it look good on me, it's going to look magnificent on y'all, all right? Now let's hop right into the topic, all right? And, um... Hey, some of you white people out there, babe, y'all, uh, y'all got some strong ass cultural appropriation out there. Yeah, y'all, y'all cultural appropriation game is strong. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. This episode, it ain't gonna be a lot of me talking. It's gonna be other people talking. But before I get into that, play some clips for y'all. You feel me? Y'all see this shit? Yeah. Give me the Travis Kelsey. Now, I ain't saying Travis Kelsey is culture appropriating. Some would say, but I'm not saying. But I'm showing how the media, the white media, is culture appropriating. That's a, that's a bald fade. Okay? I know I ain't had my hair cut in a long damn time, but I used to get a ball fade. Come on, man. It's black American culture. God damn. Y'all be taking our tightest shit and y'all make it dull, flat, bland. Man. Oh my God. No Travis Kelsey out there. It's a new hairstyle. It's never been done before. I kn- dog. <laughs> as long as I've been born, and my my people before me, my mom, dad, grandparents, my ancestors. You feel me? I think they all had the. Um, I think I think the bald the bald fade was around when they was around. 
and that's in um, black American culture. Can y'all stop with this tomfoolery, ass hattery shit? Please. God damn, man. Oh, my goodness. Man. Just had to show y'all that. You feel me? Now, let's get to some clips. Okay, so look, y'all. There's a couple clips. First one we gonna play is this um is this white dude. And you know, the, the African people are saying, bruh's a comedian. But as you can see here, when I pulled it up, that says singer. He's a hee-haw, hee-haw singer. They caping for him talking about, man, bro, 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 comedian, man. You got the game fucked up. He a comedian. He could, he could appropriate our culture like that. And it's like, uh, okay. Y'all, y'all ready? And oh, yeah, I got the speaker for y'all. So it's going to be coming in crystal clear for y'all. All right. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all ready? All right. Here we go. We are Nigerian. Of course, we get two phones. When one no gets network, the other one will surely have a. Hello? We are Nigerian. Of course, when they write, do not relate here. And that place where we go pitch with our full chest. <laughs> we are Nigerian. Of course, we know they grip anybody. If you do anyhow, we go sell anyhow. If you bring trouble, we go serve you double. Abu Yahweh. Yeah. We are Nigerian. Of course, we know they use Zebra crosses. Eh? You cross at your own discretion. If not to jam you, I'll speak to you. Don't you? Take it easy. <laughs> you're Nigerian. Of course, they price everything. Ma'am, <gasps> how you doing? I beg, how much will they pay this one? All right, I'll go buy two for 10 naira. You are Nigerians. Of course, if life no deep, you know the fear, you get it back. We are Nigerian. Hey, my, my Nigerian compadres. You feel me? Holla at me. Is this... What do y'all feel? How do y'all feel? Cause technically, I'm an outsider looking in. This Nigerian culture. Y'all feel he appropriating? I mean, y'all know my answer. You feel me? It's the opposite of no. I put it that way. But what do y'all... What do y'all think? I gotta call my one Nigerian partner. I wonder how he feel. Cause I could be wrong. I mean, I see, I see on like the, the internet, the Africans is like telling us Black Americans, shut the f up, bro, comedian. I'm like, okay. But then I see he's a singer. It's I don't know. Uh, well, let me play this this woman right here. Her 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 handle is I'm not giving it. I ain't giving these motherfuckers a goddamn uh plug. No. But it's a uh, it's this one woman. I don't I don't know where she at in Africa. But um, let me just play the clip, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we. Y'all ready? Here we go. 
So what y'all think? What y'all think? I mean, that's two clips, man. I'm telling you, man, some of these white people, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, that that cultural appropriation be strizzled. But my African brothers and sisters out there, man, you feel me? Is she appropriating the culture? Is she? Should I shut the F up? Is this okay? Is she a comedian too? Is she? Nah, she's an architect. Okay, yeah. She architect and somebody else culture for sure. God damn. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Now I got now. <laughs> um some would say this man is appropriating some type of culture. See, some of some of y'all out there are gonna be like, "Oh, he he appropriating uh 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 black black culture right here." No, I don't think there's really black culture right here. I think there's degenerate culture. But I'm gonna play the clip. All right, it's from this guy named Mattress Mac. Y'all see him. And the stuff he doing, I mean, you saw the picture. He might really be sipping on that Lilina. I don't know. But I'm going to play the clip. Alright. Are y'all ready? Here we go. Now what happened? Oh my god. Oh my god. Like when I thought Muhammad Ali years ago, the greatest of all time. Let's get it. <laughs> I'm sorry! 
Oh no! Hell no! Nah! The the way he said Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, bro, you worse than the cornbread lady. You got the cornbread. It's cornbread, ma'am. God damn! See, look it. This was this was, I'm look it. To me, he appropriating some of this black black American culture. You feel me? The lean drinking and shit. No, that's degenerate culture. Then white boys, Spanish motherfuckers, they drinking lean too and shit. So no. But the vernacular, how he speaking? Oh yeah, that's Black America culture. And oh, since I'm a Black American, I guess I'll take I'll take this one, y'all. Motherfucker, your uh, your culture appropriating. God damn. You feel me? Oh my God. The greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali. We don't say it like that. It's Muhammad Ali, man. Just talk. It's 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 cornbread, not cornbread. You see this goofiness? See, see a couple episodes. I was talking about how. You know what I mean? Some Asian people, appropriate culture. I got some more clips. I might do another episode on it because I'm like, God damn. Everybody want to be black American, but nobody want to be a black American. <sighs> yeah, this is plain goofiness. Do I have more? I mean, I'll just be bookmarking these things at this point. Uh, snaps. I mean, some would say the opposite at this point. I'm looking at... Tyrese want to be Latino. I'm going to talk about that, too. Down the line. You feel me? Down down the line. I will I will talk about that. All right? Um, yeah. What y'all think? I, I, I said it for the Mattress Mac. I'm like, bro, you're, you're a cultural appropriating, bro. You're being very goofy. Not the lean stuff and like that. That's degenerate culture. You feel me? But the vernacular, how you trying to talk, you feel me? Yeah, bro, you're culture appropriating. And you say, you act like we, the goofiness sometimes when they try to be having our vernacular. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, man. God damn. With your goofy ass. Mattress Mac. Now, my African brothers and sisters, the other two clips, what's up? They appropriating culture? I'm an outsider looking in. From my lens, it's looking like they appropriating the culture. But y'all tell me, all right? You feel me? Um, yeah, man. Some of you white white people out there, y'all, uh, y'all uh, cultural appropriation be real strong. God damn. All right, y'all. Y'all know a segment we about to get into? We about to get into the sad segment. And today, we got to talk about the movie Dumb Money. And let me, um, I got to be real. Y'all, y'all didn't even practice what y'all preach. God damn, this movie flopped. Budget 30 million, boxed off is 20 mil. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Maybe y'all should have invested in GameStop. I don't know, shit. Oh my goodness, this came out September 15th. This is a flop. Love the storyline. You know why it was a flop? I put it this way. 
And then I'm going to get to the stats, into the cast, and into the plot. I think this have not, this shouldn't have been a comedy. Y'all should have just made this a thriller drama. I think that would have been, I think that would have been better. Some things just don't need to be comical. I get what y'all are doing because, you know, GameStop is, you know, video games, gamers is goofy and blah, blah, blah. Some would consider me a gamer. I mean, I've been, I haven't really been playing video games lately, but I'm going to get back into it. And to a certain extent, we goofy as hell. So I think because it was GameStop and it was involved in that's deal with gamers, I think they were trying to go the goofy comedy route. And I think that messed up the story. Messed up this movie. Should have been a drama thriller. I think it would have been better. But let me get to the stats. And I think a lot of people agree with me. Uh, IMDB gave it a 6.9. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 84%. Oh, these, the f*** them. They didn't agree with me at all. And uh, 57% liked the movie. So most of the people agree with me. You feel me? Um, and some of the cast, let me give you some of the people. Uh, Paul Dono, he played Keith Gill. And then Selena Woodley, she played Carolina Gill, Bruh's wife. Then you had Seth Rogen. He played Gabe Plotkin. He was that's one of the hedge fund people. Um, they had Pete Davidson. He was Kevin Gill. He was Bruh's brother. Uh, uh uh, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I was like, bro, like, it. Anyway, they had Mahala Harold. She played Riri. I mean, you know what it is? A lot of these characters play. It seemed like they play the same role in every movie. Like Mahala, she always plays the weird, unorthodox lesbian black girl. Pete Davidson, he always plays the, he's always somebody relative and he's mad. He's mad like his type of comedy, goofy style just being kind of raunchy in a sense. It's like, even Seth Rogen, like his, his role was the same. It's like, oh, okay. like, uh, Yeah. They shouldn't have went the comedy route. I think that's what effed it up. I wasn't too... I wasn't laughing. That's what it was. I was just kind of like, oh, okay. I enjoyed the story because I know what it's about. And this leads me to the plot. Basically, it shows the story of the Keith Gill dude uh, basically beating the hedge fund mother efforts in the stock market game by buying in GameStop and buying hella GameStop and having everybody th- throughout the United States, like they call them the little people. The little guy to beat out the uh, the hedge fund people, and what they was doing the hedge fund people was shorting GameStop, which essentially means that you're betting on this company company to lose. And they were essentially they right GameStop not not really really a good company. It's pretty ass, but Keith he wasn't having it. Put hella money in the uh, goddamn uh, GameStop. I think one of the things that threw me off, though, because, like, when I was looking at it and I was looking at their net worth and I saw 
Keith Gill's net worth. I, I thought burst basically his net worth was he was going to be probably in the negative. And they were like, excuse me, y'all. Sorry. Damn, my bad. Uh, net worth, 100K. I was like, 100K? God damn. Bro, they got a crib in it. Damn. They made it seem like, bro, it was broke. The way they was trying to introduce, bro. I'm like, God damn. Little guy, my ass. He the medium guy. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Alright. Now, I know he, he likes... Small fry compared to Seth Rogen character Gabe Plotkin in the rest of them hedge fund motherfuckers was worth four hundred million. One was worth a billion. It's like hundred k net worth. I mean, bro, the house you're living in is paid off in a sense. Are appreci- appreciate appreciate it, sir. worth <sighs> the average American net worth. Well. Didn't say the average white net worth is 100k. So oh, okay, there it goes. Uh, any, <laughs> anywho, yeah, that's the that's the gist of this movie. They're showing how the Keith Gill, the small investor, beat the big investors, and they actually bankrupted it to uh, put out a business. One of the hedge funds, in a sense, they put them out of business. Basically. One hedge fund person bought them out and got them on the board of the company. It's like, really? And they got, motherfuckers getting bailed out. It was showing also the uh, creators of Robin Hood and how, like, they ended up kind of being in cahoots with the big hedge funds because they did they did something where they was like, oh, they stopped it where you couldn't buy uh, any Robin Hood. I mean, Robin Hood. Any uh, uh, GameStop for a minute. And then also, like, all of a sudden, Reddit, I think, went down. Like, the Wall Street, bet on Wall Street, Reddit went down all of a sudden. And people were nervous, like, uh, Riri and stuff like that. Because it was like, should we sell? Should we hold? What they do, they sold and they rebought. And at the end of the day, you feel me? I mean... The only people that really took an L with this, because that's basically the plot. I told y'all the plot. Basically, it was the the it was telling the story of what happened with the small investors like Keith and everybody else. They betted on GameStop to defeat the hedge funds, which were they basically saying were in a sense like, oh y'all y'all not y'all being unethical. So, but yeah, it's like. Robin Hood did that shit. Then Reddit. Then it was like, and who was the main people held with the bag at the end of the day? The goddamn Spanish woman that worked at the goddamn um hospital. She held on. She took the L. Somebody had to take the L. She took the L. And in this movie, I think she was. Her and Riri were the only minority people that invested in the company. Through, through the movie that they showed. I know, I know it was other people, but through the movie, that's what they showed. And the only person I saw really take the L was that Spanish woman. Hell, the dude that got his hedge fund bought out, I, I wouldn't... Is that an L? 
he lose ownership, but damn. Said he was still worth worth some millions and hundreds of millions. Like, come on. They ain't spend no jail time or nothing. And at the end of the day, they may, like, you know, that's why they spend no jail time. Because shit not illegal. What they were doing, the hedge funds, weren't illegal. It's unethical. And Keith Gill just wasn't having it. And at the end of the day, it makes me question Keith Gill. Was he really doing it for the small-time investors, or was he just doing it just to clock some dough? He walked out with 11 mil. And at the same time, I don't get how he didn't think this was, he was going to get caught up with some legal shit. Because he, he worked for a financial company. While he doing this. It was like mutual or something he worked for. It was like, bro, you, you, you can't do that. Or did he know he could do that and just say F it? They didn't really explain. You see why I'm like telling y'all where like why like how this movie didn't do so good and how like I think if they would have made it a drama thriller. Cause with comedy you could try to leave out some of the storyline and try to, you know, use comedy to help that out. With drama thrillers, you really got to deep dive into, like, the story and, and backstories of shit and stuff like that. Comedy? No. You could, you could just, you could try to rely on your comedy to, like, be like, oh, okay, we ain't got to put that in there. But it made the story fall short. Feel me? And at the same time, it's like, um, man, I don't know. I just feel I, I, I feel I feel bad for the people that's in the shoes of that Spanish woman because somebody took an L. Somebody had to hold the bag that was freaking empty. That money was dumb as hell. What? Man. That's all I keep thinking about when I'm like looking at the, the cast and the movie itself and thinking about I'm like, bro, she took the L. Did it really expose anything? I mean, like, I guess to a certain extent. But as I'm understanding the stock market, I'm like, oh, okay, this is it's part of the game. And they stopped it. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, that was terrible. That was terrible. Oh my god. Oh, I guess that was dumb. Money. <laughs> I'm sorry. I right, I'm gonna stop reviewing this this movie because now I'm getting I'm starting to say stupid shit. <laughs> but anyway. That was the gist of the movie. It talk is basically talking about the GameStop debacle and how certain things conspired and how like, man, at the end of the day, I just saw big money still won and then a certain person became big money while somebody was holding the bag. Hey, look, that was a uh, that was dumb money on Netflix. Go see it if you want.
All right, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. It is meantime. Oh, yeah. I got the memes for y'all. All right. Ugh. I remember I did a meme about Madonna and some of the Madonna, her, some of her fans, trying to get at me. I dare you talk about her right mama like that. Yeah. <laughs> I might get that for this. Uh, cultural appropriation, final boss. Yeah. I agree. A thousand percent. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Look at this, y'all. He got a cat. <laughs> I just noticed. I just noticed. It got a white cat, y'all. And it got the little duck thing on his head. <laughs> I just noticed. Culture appropriation cat has deep respect for duck culture. <laughs> Why? Who make these memes? Oh, man. Oh, this is hilarious. Wow. Oh. All right, they got Princess from Mario on the right side. And on the left, it got GameStop be like, we'll give you $4. And they got a 1,000 games. This is so true. I used to hate that. I'm like. Man, I almost definitely got like $250 worth of games right here. I got like two, I got like 300 games. Yeah, we'll give you $20. What? Or we give you store credit of $50. Man. I get give me the store credit so I could buy three-fourths of a new game. <laughs> Like, bro, how, 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 see, and this is the re, this is the reason why the hedge funds is like, yo, this is a shitty company. That is a shitty model. That is a shitty model. Wow. You telling me once I play the game, it depreciate by 500%. Are you serious? God damn. Now I'm just as mad as Princess. I'm pissed off. Game needs to stop. <laughs> Alright, y'all. Look here. Hey, I appreciate y'all. You feel me? Well, not all y'all. I appreciate some of y'all. My my sector of the audience. That's like shows love, appreciate me. That's my fan. You know what I mean? We don't always agree, but when we disagree, we disagree with respect. You know what I mean? What should y'all be doing right now? Well, what y'all waiting for? Let's get it. Now, if they watching, at least they learning. You know what I mean? And I, like I said, I appreciate some of y'all. Now, my other sector of the, the crowd, the haters, the trolls, whatever, y'all could go EAD. All right. Look, this is another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. 
And since um, we already we, we already talked about the crowd, you feel me? I talked about y'all. Already. Anyway, look for my two family. Two been around since '05. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm gonna say the same thing. Like a sub, sub a share, share a comment, comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart out there. You feel me? Now, for my potters, on Apple Podcasts, uh, yeah, not on Google. Google Podcasts don't exist for me. I'm on Spotify and I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gab or Come On Johnson Network, and bam, I pop right up. also like to thank my lovely sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee it boosts your sex appeal up by, let's say, uh, 25%. And look here. If it look good on me, it's going to look magnificent on y'all. All right? And with that being said, look, y'all have a good day, good evening, good whenever it is. Y'all consuming this content. And I'm out, y'all. Peace. Man. Oh my god. Who who's worse? Who's worse? The cat appropriating culture or that that white dude talking about the Nigerian. Which one was worse? This was gay. This was gay. Ooh, yeah.